are here with boy oh boy conversations with gray and jc grayson jc it's been a week it's been a week yeah episode what episode even is this episode 322 that's yeah. not as cool of a number no last week we didn't even comment on the fact it was 321 this is true i think we commented on the episode prior we did like we were anticipating it but we really i guess we then were we just forgot. living in the moment yeah you know which is all you can really ask for truly okay to live mindfully and i think we, we well isn't it. that the isn't that the opposite of mindfully well in the sense that mindfulness is about like being in the moment we is killed it? it yeah absolutely like being mindful of of the present moment instead of just like you know getting caught up and and then they, before you know it the week's gone by and you haven't even like had a a moment to really like just take things in you know i guess it's it's double edged cuz what i said kind of I feel of like that's a series but, of contradictions yeah. yeah no you're right there i feel like there are different kinds of being in the moment ours was a very appreciative in the moment though you know it's like we did the episode, but we were there for every part of it. We 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 savored it, right? But not the part of it being three, two, one. But but that's because it really, on a greater level, doesn't mean a thing. That's simply a number. So we weren't caught up in the the semantics of it. We weren't caught up in those those weirder, more superficial details. No, but no. we were before and after. Exactly. We're not being very mindful right now. You know. But we are being mindful right now. We're paying mind to the number like we're actually thinking about things that sounds more mindful no that's thoughtful common misconception grayson okay okay common misconception let's have a mindful moment right now what's your uh, grayson mindfulness tip of the week i don't know apparently i don't understand mindfulness. No. okay 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 in your definition of mindfulness what's your tip of the week this is a new segment you know how we were trying to start ask antarctic and then I realized after one week, it's just tutorial for Club Penguin, not real life advice. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna do mindful tip, mindfulness tips with Grayson, or mindful moment with Grayson. Mindful moment with Grayson. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got this, man. It's been raining. Uh huh. I really like the rain. Uh huh. Three sentences is a grace is a mindfulness moment. Okay, Grayson. it has to be three sentences. Yeah. So we it's raining. I like the rain. One more sentence. Wrap it all up. Put a bow on it. But it's okay if the rain stops. That's beautiful. I wish I could snap loudly. Like my snaps are weak though. So, but it deserves snaps. I, the audience is snapping. Surely, sure. You know, um, comment down below if you're snapping live to the podcast. <laughs> that's all. That's really. Please do. Please do. We need the engagement. Um, but very good mindful moment, Grayson. It has been raining a lot. The other night, we were both hanging out at Dear Sweet Steven's apartment, and the drive home was terrible. I don't know if yours was, because you live a lot closer to Steven. Yeah, mine wasn't too bad. But I was driving directly into a storm, and I couldn't see a single line on the road. It That's was crazy. horrible. I hydroplaned a couple times. Just, no way. I did, I did. Um, but no one else was on the road, really, aside from a few other people, so it worked out, okay? okay. All is well. But we were at Steven's. We maybe talked about it or like planned it last week, kind of put together the, the pieces, but we watched a, a wrestling pay-per-view. We did, but an old one. Yeah, like from... 2018? 2018. How many years ago was that? Six? Oh my goodness. Six years ago that show's from. That's a little insane. But what'd you think about it, Grayson? I, it was okay. Okay. That's more than most wrestling shows get from you. Yeah, I mean, 
most get it was terrible well yeah but i okay so hear me out yeah i think the reason that i think most wrestling shows are terrible is because there's enough segments in it that one's just going to be awful okay this only had like a few like i think four total things that's that fair because the royal rumble matches go like an hour each and there was yeah. two of them yeah so that, that does make sense so there's like just less things to go horribly wrong yeah so there wasn't anything like like i'm like, i'm not like wowed yeah. I'm not walking away from it thrilled. I was personally wowed by the victory of Shinsuke Nakamura. That was great. The fact that you weren't wowed by it is a little shocking, to be honest. No, I wasn't. Well, it's expected. It's Shinsuke. Okay, okay, fair enough. It's what he deserves. He deserves fair it. I was more wowed by the fact that. that in both of the drafts, I pulled fantastically. But you only won one of them. This oh, yeah, is we, true. Okay, guys, we pulled numbers. It was like kind of like betting, but there was no money on the line. Just, Let's take a step back and explain how the Royal Rumble Everyone works. knows that the Royal Rumble works, okay? There are 30 competitors in a wrestling match. It starts out with two people, and every two minutes, one more person comes out until all 30 competitors have entered the ring, and you have to eliminate your opponents by throwing them over the top rope with both feet hitting the ground. The last person standing at the end of the 30-man Royal Rumble is declared the victor and will go on the headline WrestleMania. You know? I do know. Yeah. I know now. I did not know before. Okay, okay, okay. But we drew numbers. Basically, we put a bag of the numbers 1 through 30. We took turns drawing. And then as the people come out, you find out who your wrestlers are. Mm -hmm. And those are who you root for. Yeah, and the idea would be you want a high number because they come out last, so they have to survive for less amount of time. That's exactly right. They're fresher toward the end of the match. My right. family has been doing this since uh, we watched my first Royal Rumble back in 2009 or maybe 2010, around there. So I, I'm, I'm very, very uh, not new to this, but true to it, Grayson, you know? And so I'm, I'm very accustomed to it. My family, our personal tradition that we would do is the winner would get to pick an item off of wweshop.com. And wow, they would get to don their merchandise, okay? I would personally choose action figures most years. That I, I would imagine. I think I only won like two years, though. It was like my sister and my mom that won normally. But I got a bunch of high numbers. You really did. And I got a bunch of great wrestlers. You really did. But it didn't even pay off. You didn't have Shinsuke. I didn't have Shinsuke. No, Shinsuke no, 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 won no. the main one. Yes. And then there was the women's one. Main one? The main one. One of them was the main event. And it wasn't the men. Yeah, but one of them, Shinsuke won. That's true. But the other, Asuka won. And she's also Japanese. I did draw her. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like the main event, if I've ever heard of one. You won, and an eccentric Japanese wrestler was involved. That is pretty cool. Sounds like the perfect combination, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but Gray the Gray, do you have any other thoughts about the Royal Rumble, the night, the time with Steven? Um, we got more of the, the Hive mead. That oh, stuff's still good. I don't think we've ever talked on the podcast about it. Oh, there's, there's a like a mead yeah, like that you can buy in stores now. Uh huh. Well, it's it's if you're in Austin. Yeah, I don't like, know where else it is. It's an Austin meadery called Meridian Hive. Yeah. And they have good mead. They do, but it's like it's good because not a lot of places sell mead, and this is good flavored kind of like mead cocktails. Yeah, it's I'm great. just impressed by it. They have apple pie flavor. It's, it's awesome. It's good. It's so warm. I figured after like a little while, my enjoyment of it would kind of deteriorate because I'd be like, oh, now I get it. Like, mm -hmm. this is just what they're doing. No, it's still very good. No, I love it. I think it's great. I don't again. I don't like the honey one. I've told you that. Like their original mm -hmm. flavor, not the best. But the others, flavored. Let's go. Yeah, okay? quite good. Simply all day. Simply. It's just a shame it's it's pricier than. 
I see you, you put it's true it is a little pricier. I see you put on the boyo boy list that seltzer is bad. Yeah, seltzer's bad. Did you even have seltzer the other night? No, but Stephen was really itching for it, and I just I can't get over it. Well, yeah, we went over to the the you know wine and beer section to pick out drinks, and Stephen showed up like midway us being there when you were looking for one, and Stephen said, "Can I pick?" And he beelined right to the. To the, the nastiness. Seltzers, which, like, I like seltzers. I can't lie. I enjoy them, right? But I've deliberately tried not to pick them after, like, the first two times because you don't drink them. You don't like them. They're not pleasant. No. But Steven knows you don't like them. And you just whew, right there, you know? Mm-hmm. Just tough. It's, but you didn't ultimately it. pick one. It's true. We talked him out of it. Mm-hmm. What so did he get instead? He got another one of the Meridian Hives. Really? I think. We had three of them? No, oh. no, he got the um, he got the East Ciders, the yes, tropical, which so is good. also very good. The Imperial East Ciders, quite good. Exciting stuff, Grayson. Is that all the time you spent with Steven this week? I think so, because we didn't do the stream. I no. slept all of last Thursday, pretty much. No, so you just no-showed poor sweet Steven? Pretty much, yeah. It's hard to really like we never, I, we never really pinned down hard plans together. Like, yeah. we don't pick times and things. Uh-huh. And it's I think not a good probably, combination, no. like to, or you know, a dynamic for both people in a in a relationship to have. It doesn't work out well. No, no, nothing comes to fruition. It's tough. But I think to, I think tomorrow we'll probably do something. Okay, that's I, exciting. I just need to not be asleep the whole day. That would be super helpful, I imagine. Yeah, it's hard to judge like whether I'm going to be or not. I think last week I was still like getting over the sickness. Uh huh. And I still have a cough. I've had a cough all week still. No. It's just lingering. It's like the just the last steps of a cough, and I think it's finally coming That's out. That's so and sad. going to be gone. But Can I be yeah. so honest? Mm-hmm. You remember how I was sick, not with a flu or anything, but with an ear infection back around Christmas time, mm-hmm. like just about a month ago? My ear feels like it's infected again. Like there is just a super sharp pain like at most points of the day today. Like if I tilt my head a certain way, it hurts. If I touch my jaw, it hurts. I think my ear is already infected again. You had a problem. I know. This it's is crazy. The quickest. You're constantly infected. Again, it's only been since my heart imploded. So like, it makes sense. And it didn't implode. It exploded. Okay, it got bigger, not smaller. It did something. Um, it expanded, like the Grinches. But then it went back down because of the medicine. So. You know, the Grinch should get on that. He will the Grinch die medicine. prematurely. You know, yeah. Well, no, not Grinch medicine. Grinch medicine would just make your heart bigger, right? Well, no, 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 because it was Christmas that made his heart bigger. Oh, did it shrink after Christmas? Well, I don't think it shrunk back down. We don't really get to see that part of the story. But the Grinch uh. naturally had a small heart. When does he enter the public domain? The That's Grinch. Question. Probably not for a while. Because uh. you got to think, like, Mickey Mouse just entered uh-huh. the public domain from Steamboat Willie, and that was, like, the 1920s or something Yeah, stupid. but the Grinch book has been around since probably not that far after. You think the Grinch was written in, like, the 1920s? I bet it came around pre-World War II. I don't know The Grinch. I don't know for sure, but I just, I feel like black and white illustrated Grinch has been around for a really long time. And there's nothing to back that. I am not a history buff. I'm not even like a media, like literature buff. I, it's just a gut feeling that I have that it was pre-Holocaust, you know? I see Grayson looking it up. Well, I was stuck on the wrong language on my keyboard. What language? Greek. Are you learning Greek? No. Okay. That's awesome. 
When was the Grinch? You're just now typing it? Created. I thought we were getting the answer. Made. I stalled for like 15 seconds. No, this is the movie. Oh my goodness. The movie came out in 2000. Just typing Grinch Wikipedia. That's the easiest solution here, Grayson. Okay. I see him fiddling with his phone. He's still It's a new phone. It's even quicker than his old one that died. Didn't I'll die. But Wikipedia. He's, I, I, I would like to do commentary and be like, oh, he's making his way to Wiki. I don't know if he is. I don't know what this man's doing. 1957. So right after Holocaust? Like a decade after the war ended. Yeah. I mean, in the context of it being 2023 right now, 10 years off isn't that far. You said pre-World War II. I meant pre by like a couple years. In my head, I was picturing it happening like right before the Holocaust. Like maybe it's like, you know. 1930s. Cause and effect, but it seems more like the Grinch was a result of World War II. Well, World War II uh-huh. started, well, for us in 1941. Okay. For the U.S. in 1941. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. was going on beforehand. It only counted when we entered. If just a few years before 1941, you're thinking like 1937, 38. Yeah, you go 38. 38, I feel strong about. That's still 19 years. That's pretty close. Okay? Either way, the Grinch. Okay, we're, we're, the Grinch is still pulled up right there, right? Uh, yep. I just, I want you to go to who the author of the original Grinch was, or like the creator, illustrator, whatever it is, just the creator of the Grinch, the original one. Does it Dr. say Seuss. it? It was Dr. Seuss made Grinch? Yes! I really, truly didn't know that. What? Why wasn't he in Dr. Seuss world at Orlando? Yeah, that's a good point. No, he was. There was merch for the Grinch everywhere. Where? In like all the stores there. Because right. it was all Christmas stuff. You're right. But there's no Grinch ride? No. Why not? Well, it'd be kind of seasonal. Not really. Like you said, the Grinch's heart grew permanently. Well, so, we don't know that. We don't see that part of the story. Shoot, you're right. We were speculating. That's what this whole conversation is premised off of. Because I was asking if it's in the public domain so Boy Oh Boy can make the sequel where we learn if his heart is still big or not. Yeah. I think it should stay big. And then the big story of Grinch 2 is that he has a lot of trauma and tragedy. And it's really putting his big heart to the test. Like, is it going to shrink again because of all the bad stuff that happens to him? But he perseveres and he chooses to keep his heart open and big. Thoughts? Well, we're going to have to wait a little bit. Okay, fair enough. But I just, I wanted to check to make sure we, in our lifetime, we could do that. Yeah, in like 20, 30 years. That, we'll have more resources. Okay? And we'll look more Grinch-like. <laughs> what? So, we, like, we can start. We're going to turn well. green? Well, no, just old and wrinkly. You know? I don't I think of him as dog. old and wrinkly. I think of him as green and hairy. I think of him as green and hairy, but the face where there's no hair is super wrinkly. Only in like the Jim Carrey version. That's like the Grinch, man. Also, is the original Grinch not have a bunch of lines all over his face? Like eye bags and I stuff? I mean, in like certain drawings of him, sure. There you go. But it's like it's like a gross up in SpongeBob, you know? I like guess Spongebob so. doesn't look like that all the time. Well, tell that to the people that decided to make the live action movie. Okay. They saw those creepy ones and they were like, this is more inspiring. They probably saw that they cast Jim Carrey and were like, we're going to go wild okay, with Okay. Well, fair enough. Whatever. Either way, Dr. Seuss, what was his ethnicity? Where was he from? I just want to know if he was affected by World War II. Um, Surely he was. He was an American. I don't think. Yes, he was. Dr. Seuss was American? 
Of course. Why is that of course? Why would it be obvious? What else would he be? I don't know. French? You wrote all his books in English. How am I supposed to know that? Did you, were you not read Dr. Seuss books as a child? I guess they do rely on a lot of nuances of English language. Yes. Like a translation would be pretty tough, actually. Yeah, near impossible. Huh. But they most everyone over there knows English. That's crazy. Yeah, but imagine a Frenchman stooping that low. He's like, well, I'm going to write my magnum yeah. opus and I'm going to do it in English. No, imagine someone being like, I'm going to write my magnum opus and do it in French. That's a embarrassing. A Frenchman would do that. That's tough, actually. Grayson. What is Dr. Seuss's race? I mean, it doesn't say like a uh, specific, but he's like white. He's not Jewish. Uh, I didn't type just type in on Google Jewish. is Dr. Seuss Jewish. I need to know. I don't understand why this is so important. To know if the Holocaust at least affected the writing of Grinch. It well, potentially because during World War II he took a brief hiatus from children's literature to illustrate political cartoons and he worked in the animations and film department of the United States. Okay. Army. Okay. But did he have any personal ties? Did he have family dying over in Europe? That's the look question. Like that, no. Okay. Well, at least he was generally aware of the war. But at the same time, if you're like actively making political propaganda and everything, like wasn't it after the war they He's discovered of German descent? Okay, this doesn't go against my point, you know? He grew up in Springfield, Massachusetts. That more goes against my point, yeah. Also, again, like, they didn't really find out about all the atrocities of the war until afterwards, right? Like, people weren't actively aware of, like, death camps, correct? Some people were. Like, generally, like, America at large was? Well, there was, like, rumors of it going into the war, and so some yeah. people believed it and were like, we got to get involved just to deal with this. Oh, okay. But a lot of people are like, oh, that's so exaggerated. There's just no shot that that's actually happening. Uh huh. Because, you know, if you heard that about someone that people are trying to go to war with, you would think, that's crazy. There's yeah. no way that's true. You're just making that like, up. Like, um, two months ago, if Kanye West in an interview was like, the Jews, they all live underground and they're controlling the world from there. In all the tunnels believe tunnels, New York. Yeah, we'd say, what a psychopath. There's if no tunnels. But then we found the tunnels. Then we find the tunnels, and it's like, huh. Speaking of the tunnels. Speaking of the Jewish tunnels of New York. We ran in uh, in our last D&D session. I guess it was on the mind of uh, our DM. Uh-huh. Because just while we were going through the mountains, at a random point, we find a cave. Congrats. With a bunch of Jews partying. Just that in sounds D &D. sweet. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they were actually great. They gave us directions to where we were going. Yeah. Just having a grand old time. That's awesome. It was really good. That's the kind of portrayals we need of Jewish people in this day and age. Agreed. Okay. And then one guy in our group kind of harassed one of them for no reason. That's mean. Yeah, no, it was really mean. It's messed up. It was messed up. Really messed up. Either way, Grinch sequel coming soon, Grayson. Okay? In probably like 20, 30 years. It's going to be the next Boy Oh Boy audiobook. It's a promise. <laughs> We're waiting till then. Mm -hmm. Grinch 2, baby. Absolutely. Grayson, I, I need to talk to you about this before all the memories start fleeting from my mind because I didn't like write down a whole bunch of notes about it. But like the experience was like so odd earlier. We all know. Everyone knows. Before Boy Oh Boy, the new tradition for me is I go and I get food with Steven. Is that correct? This is true. Okay. This week we went to a sandwich place. It was great. Okay. The guy talking to me at the register was awesome. He was like, yo, did you order your order because of the drawing next to it? Because there was like a drawing of Yoshi next to the sandwich that I got. And I was like, 
um not really but it sure it helped and he was like okay i spent i got to spend like an hour and a half drawing that and it was just shittily drawn yoshi on the chalkboard (laughs) (laughs) it's really funny um little did he know he was talking to a professional artist i mean i i don't think anyone would like i don't think he looks at it and is like look at my great accomplishment you know i think he's like Ha, ha, I got to spend a goofy or spend time making a goofy drawing of Yoshi, you mm-hmm. know, because he had like bug eyes. It was crazy. My sandwich was called the Yoshi, to be clear. Mm. It had eggplant, marinara sauce, and mozzarella sticks. Oh my gosh, that doesn't sound very good. I only got it because it said uh, crew favorite, the Yoshi, and had a drawing. It was the only one with a drawing. So the drawing did have a real impact. Yeah, it, I mean, it did, yeah. But then when I saw it was also vegetarian, and I like mozzarella sticks, I like eggplant, and I like marinara sauce. So, like, why not, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I asked him if it was actually like a crew favorite. This is not the point of the story, by the way. I asked him <laughs> if it was actually a crew favorite. And he was like, oh, no, I really wanted to draw Shrek, but that one's already on the menu. Because, like, this place has hundreds of sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. And only, like, a 100 or so were on the actual wall. We were there. We both went to Ike's. Yeah, Ike's is good. Yeah. We should um, go back sometime. I'd love to. I Steven likes it. Brandy likes it. I go with them. You like it. I need to go with you. Hans work there and loves it. I need to go with him. <sighs> There's too many people to go to Ike's with. Not enough people to go with Ike, Ike's mm-hmm. with. My bad. Let me take that back. Basically, he was like, I wanted to draw Shrek, but it's already on the board, so they wouldn't let me. And then he just drew Yoshi instead. So That's an insane conversation to have with your manager. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I guess so, a little bit. Hey, can um, I draw Shrek? I felt so bad. Can that you we, draw? No. Because we had this like whole like little conversation. It was a great old time. Um, and then I spilled my water at the end of my meal with Steven. Like I was uh, picking up my trash and I hit it with my elbow. It spilled all over the floor. I felt terrible. And now that I'm thinking back on it, Ike's is one of those places where at the end of the order, you get the chance to tip. And I remember seeing Steven have the option to tip, and I looked away. I didn't see if Steven did or not. But then I'm realizing right now in this moment, it never got flipped around for me to tip. So I don't think I ever tipped, but I would have tipped. Devastating. It is a little devastating. You know, it's not often I have actually very pleasant experiences with service workers where I want to tip, and that was one of them. Right. That's so sad. Okay, listen, I didn't have a pleasant experience. I did with Steven. It was a generally pleasant experience. But listen. I just things got weird for a little bit when I was eating with Steven because we're waiting for our food and Steven's like I think I I I left my card his credit card in your car is what he told me right like he thinks he dropped his card there and I was like oh okay and he ended up paying with his debit card instead and then he brought it up a couple more times like I think it's in your car and I was like do you want to just want to go check while they're making our food and he's like no it's fine it's fine and I was like I mean but there's a chance like you you could have dropped it at HEB because he waits for me to pick him up from H-E-B. He makes mm-hmm, purchases, mm-hmm. you know. And he was like, no, no, but the last time this happened, it, it was okay. Someone only spent $4,000 with my card at Best or at Lowe's. And I was like, what? I remember him freaking out about that. Yeah, well, I think he was being, like, sarcastic about it. At least mm-hmm. it sounds sarcastic. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't know. But basically, I was like, oh, my God. I didn't realize someone stole your card like or, like, took his physical card. I thought, like, his details got, like taken mm-hmm. or like acquired and it was like used that way i didn't realize steven just dropped his card somewhere someone picked it up and spent with it you know because mm-hmm. that's a lot more like i feel less sympathy in that instance like of course no one means to drop their card but you feel more sympathy for someone if 
like you know it was just arbitrarily stolen without their awareness exactly exactly one has a little bit more personal responsibility and steven was like oh no 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 like it was the physical card and i was like oh yeah yeah yeah." and he was like he he made some comment about how he would never have like his stuff stolen because that's the field he works in right Cybersecurity, you know and i was like yeah i guess so but like if you're at a gas station like it like it just happens like that's like a thing you know and he's like no but like i can you can check for it and i was like oh like how like i was like genuinely curious about like how you could check for it and he's like well like on top of the the cash register like it's usually like they place something on top of it and so you just have to like take it off if you see it like take it off the cash register and i was like steven like what do you mean cash register um he was like like that one he pointed at the one in the sandwich restaurant i was like steven i'm talking about gas stations and he's like yeah at gas stations i'm like steven like, have you ever pumped gas before? And he was like, yeah. But I usually go inside and pay with cash. Which, okay, that destroys the whole premise of what we were just talking about, for one. But then also, like, then I was like, no, but Steven, like, I, I was talking about the, the, you know, like, the, the black little rectangle you insert your card into. Like, you couldn't just set something on top of that. Like, because it's, like, in a wall. You can't actually. On top of it? Yeah, there's uh, different things that they have, like, these swipe things. Basically, they put a shell over the top of yes. the card reader. And when you go in, it gets the data. It still runs perfectly yeah. normally, but you have to, like, notice it. Exactly. And that's exactly the stuff I was, like, talking about. It's, like, mm-hmm. where it's, like, it's hidden, right? Like, if you do, like, if I see something like that, I just assume it's the gas station reader, right? Yeah. Um, but he was describing, like, a box on top of a register that reads the stuff around it. You know? And so in my head I'm like, Steven, like it's it's like uh it it's like it, like I, I, I just wouldn't know what to check for. Right? That was the whole premise is like so Steven could reasonably get his information stolen at a gas station, right? Mm-hmm. Which I guess I forgot the part that like, he doesn't have a car, so that maybe not so much. Doesn't happen. You know? The odds are pretty low. And then Steven at this point, when I'm like, Steven, I don't think that that would work with the gas station because like it's like you it's part of the actual machine like you can't just like set something on top right like you have to like adhere a thing straight to it right um and he's like why do you keep bringing up the gas station it's not exclusive the gas stations getting your card stolen and i'm like steven i what what no steven i'm just like it's a common thing like to like that's a common scam is like the gas station card readers and he was like yeah but it's not exclusive the gas stations and he's like getting like like everyone in the store can hear him at this point and i'm like steven I never said it's exclusive to gas stations. It's just, it's a common thing. He's like, why are you telling me about this? It's literally my job. I'm like, I'm not telling you anything. I was just saying that you can get your card information stolen at a gas station. And he was like, yeah, but you can just check for it. And I was like, Steven, all I'm saying is that I wouldn't know to check for it. I wouldn't know what to look for. And then, you, but, and then he kept harping on the thing of it's not exclusive of getting your card information stolen at a gas station. And no, it's not exclusive. I never said that. And also, it is a more common, like it's a common scam, like the gas station ones, you know? Yeah, it was on the new. It was a whole big thing for a good while. Yeah. Um, but he, he like, for real, he was yelling about it. I, and I, you know? He doesn't have a car. He doesn't get it. I guess not. I get, but again, I, I, didn't, I didn't say scams are exclusive to gas stations. No, but. I've explained this before. Uh-huh. Steven. Goalpost mover. 
No, no, oh, okay. No, no. Well, he is. It's the parallel universe. He oh. absolutely is a goalpost mover constantly, but he lives in a parallel universe. Uh huh. There's two Stevens and there's two universes. They run almost identically. Almost everything is the same. Uh huh. But the Stevens are flipped. They're each experiencing the other universe, but interacting with the wrong one. Yeah. He is having a totally different conversation. Okay. There is a whole other reality that Steven a is A whole other in. reality where the more common scam is people set boxes on top of gas station registers inside and scan the cash. the other JC said, no, actually it's exclusive to gas stations. <sighs> no, that, that would really explain things kind of perfectly, you know? But I was so like, it wasn't a thing of like me trying to, like the only time I got combative during that whole argument was after he had already raised his voice, like saying that it's not exclusive. Or sorry, saying, yeah, that's not, an, again. Then I became defensive because I was like, well, I never said that. It's n I was just trying to put out a, a theory of how you could possibly get your card information stolen. There was nothing accusatory. And then there was, it was genuine, like, inquisitiveness of like, oh, you know a way to spot this. Yes. This common scam. So Please I tell me. So I start doing it, like, yeah. when I use it. Because I, I, every time I pay for gas, I'm like, that'd be crazy if my card information got stolen. And I you always were looking look. for his expertise. Trying yeah. to get his insight. But I really think that's what it was rooted in him getting upset is the fact that he is like an expert in the world of cybersecurity. And so the fact that I guess I just didn't agree with everything he said, which I wasn't disagreeing either. You were just having different conversations. Yeah. Because Steven's in the wrong universe. I guess so. And then when we got back to his apartment, we loaded because we play the wrestling game before you get out of work, before the podcast, right? He turns on his computer it's on r slash maxine dupree maxine dupree is a female wrestler and it was just like a gif of her ass shaking <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh i was looking for a photo of her to use that was the only explanation i got <laughs> shout out to steven for that um big ups to him you know <laughs> he was just looking for a photo of hers to use what was he using he it for? Explain what? Yeah, we know what he was using it for. <laughs> well, I guess so. I guess so. So, Grayson, we live, we learn. Oh, I guess we don't learn. I never learned how to spot these trackers. I think you just have to be like, wow, this is sticking out a little extra far. Yeah, because I googled it online when Stephen was like, it's not mutually exclusive, and I was like, no, but it's like it is a common scam. Like that's like a known scam, and he was like. Yeah, but it's not exclusive. I was like, it's, and then I, I pulled up just, I Googled gas station card scam and so many things come up, right? Mm -hmm. And there are so many photos of it and there's no way I would ever be able to spot it because it really is just another cover that slips on top of the real one. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <sighs> Which is good, I guess, because, I mean, it's not even good. I don't, most gas stations, I guess it's more indented or at least at 7-Elevens, it's like pushed back into the machine. So you can't really mm -hmm. do that. But even then, you could just mold it to that. Yeah. So who knows? Scary. But not really. It's a credit card. Just get it canceled. You know? For real. Like, Honestly. you just call the credit card company and be like, hey, I didn't do that. Yeah. you're good. Exactly. So sometimes we learn. Sometimes we don't. I still have not learned in that respect. But it's okay. I'd also like to issue a formal apology, okay? A formal apology, not an. I sounded like an idiot. When we hung out the other night we watched royal rumble with steven we went out to eat beforehand did we not 
the three of we us did we the went pub to an irish pub called bd riley's i forgot my fish and chips at stevens you did he found them today or he found them i guess earlier in the week but he saw them when he was with me today and he said steven left his fish and chips here and i was like oh oh no steven left his fish and chips sorry grayson left his fish and chips here and i was like oh no he said yeah i'm gonna eat them yeah no i'm happy he's getting <laughs> yeah. an extra meal out of it it's just like when he said it i was like I, I like know. by the time he would get it back to me it'd be bad yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't eat it by now. You know? Honestly, true. Yeah. I wouldn't have faulted him. No, absolutely not. Um, okay, but we went to BD Riley's. It's a it's in a little like popular area without much parking, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to park in a parking garage, and they validate it for you. This is true. When we left the parking garage, we went to get it validated because they gave us a little like thing to scan with the machine, and the thing to scan with the machine that they gave us didn't add up with like our bill or whatever. Like it was, it belonged to someone else. It looked like because it had just completely other items we did not buy on it, mm-hmm. right? But we get to leave the the parking garage and I scan the thing and it's not working. It's not accepting the parking validation. And I'm like, well, I don't want to pay for parking for a restaurant I just ate at, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I press the little call button on the parking garage machine and I tell the lady and she's trying to get all the information. And eventually we get out, right? We don't end up paying, right? Mm-hmm. But I realized I'm a dumbass. The reason the parking validation didn't work is because I never inserted our parking ticket. Like the one that you receive when you enter the garage. Oh. You're supposed to insert that first and then you scan it. Like when it asks for payment is when you scan the validation. I'm an idiot. That actually makes complete sense. Yeah. No, it does. I don't I do not deal with parking validation very often. Uh-huh. In your circumstance, I probably would have done something similar, just tried to scan it. And yeah. then if it didn't work, I would have just paid. I wouldn't have even gone the step to like mm-hmm. call for help. Mm-hmm. Which is like I've done stuff like I've had validated parking garages before. Like, and I've never had this problem. Like, I've always just inherently or instinctively put in the ticket and then the validation. This time, it just didn't even cross my mind. So I made that lady's night, the, the helper on the garage, tougher. And I, I apologize. You know? Devastating. It is. But we didn't pay, so it's fine. Yeah, it works out. Like, all's well that ends well, I guess. You know? But... One thing that surprised me when you were talking to her, yeah. you remember the name of the pub. B.D. Riley's? Yeah, I didn't remember the name. I'm so sorry. I, I thought I would have to, like, check my map or something. Oh, I was like, oh, no, yeah. what... Because she asked, like, oh, where was it? And I was like, oh, no, does JC remember? Because I certainly didn't. I certainly did. I ser- and if we didn't, Stephen probably would. He works right above it. Like, same building, essentially. True. You know? So, we would have been A-okay, Grayson. A-okay. Listen, I'm entering, I think, a, a very A-OK era of my life again. Or re-entering, I'd say, an era of my life again, Grayson. <gasps> Did you see this in my topic list? I know. Hear me out. Back in 2021, it was a revelatory time for me as I learned that a fashion choice I'd been making for many years wasn't as socially acceptable as I assumed it was, okay? It's not like I thought this was a fashionable thing. I just never even questioned it. I just thought, this is for comfort. This is great. That fashion choice is thumb holes in my outerwear. Little little slits for your thumbs to poke through. Mm-hmm. So that way they don't slide past your hands. They keep your hands and knuckles warm. Steering wheel isn't as cold. It's a great invention. It's awesome, right? But then I was shamed out of it for years of my life, three years now it's been and i'm at a point where i think my love for thumb holes is too much to push down anymore i think i'm just going to start doing it again all right and i hope that's i'm i i'll feel self-conscious doing it 
I'll feel silly doing it. But the joy I derive from existing with my thumb holes, it's it's a lot, you know? Like it's it's I don't want to neglect that anymore. I think the thing is, JC. Yeah. Thumb holes, whatever, is fine. Okay. It's the passion you have for them that's off putting. I disagree. I greatly disagree because I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Chargill who had the very – I don't know if it's apt because, again, I, I don't have the same perspective that I guess the general population does toward thumb holes. But she compared them to those socks and shoes that have, like, the slits toes. for every one of your toes. Yeah. yeah. Which those are disgusting. So I don't, I, I don't like the fact that it carries that image. But – I don't think that's I don't think a passion for those shoes is what makes them disgusting. I think they are standalone disgusting. A passion doesn't help, but they're standalone gross. I don't think those are necessarily gross, but I don't like them. Yeah. I think they're like worse than regular socks. So I think we can at least agree on What about that. the shoes? Oh, the shoes are just terrible. Those are disgusting. Okay. The socks, whatever. Yeah. The shoes disturbingly bad. Okay. Just good. the worst. And the pe- yeah. but the thing is I dislike them significantly more because the type of people that wear the toe shoes are the type of people who are going to talk about the fact that they wear the toe shoes. I, oh, it's, it's more natural to walk this way. It helps support. I, I don't want to deal with that. Asuka, the female wrestler that won the female Royal Rumble from 2018 that we watched. I don't know if you were paying attention. She was wearing those kind of shoes. Thoughts? I didn't notice them, so I think okay. again. Well, she was on wearing kick own. pads, which cover like the top of her foot. Okay, then yeah, I think, yeah, like ultimately, I think if there's nothing to draw my attention to it, like someone walks past me with them, I'm not looking at someone's shoes all the time. That's good. I'm, I'm not taking note of it. Yeah, but the type of people that wear it want you to take note of it, and yeah. that's the issue. Like that is almost more pressing than how weird those shoes are. And that I guess would be a passion. And in my sense, I don't know if it was ever a passion for thumb holes. Maybe the fact that I've neglected them for so long has created a little like burst of passion. But when I was in my prime of wearing them and using thumb holes, it's not like I told everyone. It wasn't even a thought. In my no. head, it was like, why isn't everyone in these? These are great. No. But I wasn't like preaching thumb holes. It was like I was just existing, being like, everything should have. This is great. Like, but that was in my head. That was internal monologue. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Having known you long enough. Yeah. Pre twenty twenty one, yeah, all the way to now, uh huh. It's it's come up. I just a good amount in conversation. If I'm like talking to a stranger, I don't picture myself. I wasn't talking to many strangers pre twenty twenty one to begin with, right? But if I'm talking to a stranger, I don't think it's gonna come up in my head to be like, why no, aren't you I don't think, you like, I don't think you're on the holes. same level. I don't think you're on the same level as those football yeah. people. We're we're on agreement. Those people are disgusting. Okay. I don't I don't think that your thumb hole fascination is disgusting. Uh-huh. They're disgusting. But there's definitely a fascination there that got talked about. Well, like in the sense that I feel like it was probably asked about initially. Like because again, in my head, I really there wasn't even a slight part of me that thought this is a thing people find off-putting, right? I don't think I don't think it's the off-putting part. I yeah. think it really did come up in conversation more than it should have. Okay, so because I think I mean, even subconsciously, you were very happy. with And them. if we ever went shopping or like, thr- like you're looking wherever, for, yeah, I would check for thumbholes. You were always right? looking for it, but like again, I. I still check for them. Even though I haven't worn them for the past three years, I'm still more likely to buy 
outerwear if there is a spot for a thumb hole, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what why, but... It's, it's that inbuilt it's passion. Ingrained, yeah. But, yeah. Like, I don't think I even noticed too much about your thumb holes. Yeah. Until it was brought up by you. Uh-huh. Probably mostly when we were, like, thrifting and stuff like that or shopping, shopping for clothes. Maybe. But that, I feel like that's an appropriate context for it to come up. Like, if we were sneaker shopping... And I had, if I loved foot shoes, I don't, by the way. I just need to put that out there. I don't like the, the toe shoes. Consensus? They're disgusting. Yeah, I guess foot shoes wasn't a good description. Most shoes are foot shoes. Yeah, but toe shoes. Yeah, toe shoes, exactly. Um, but in, in that context, if I'm checking the toes, adds up. You know? Either way. It's a more appropriate context. Yeah. But. But. Really should not be brought up at all. I guess. I guess. Regardless, thumbholes, great. I think I'm at the point where I can embrace them. I, I was honestly, I felt that way. I felt like I'm about to embrace them again. But then the description, or like I was reminded, I reminded myself of the comparison to the toe shoes. Now I'm a little off put. Because I, I just, if that's the, the same vibe, if that's the same air that they carry, it's not something I I like. I don't think it's the same vibe. That's good. But you need to not talk about it. That's my advice. Don't talk about it. I think it's an important thing to talk about uh, as I, you know, as rekindle trend, right my now, love. Right here. You know? Right here, this is a good moment. Yeah. You've established it. Yeah. Never speak of it again. What if I find a really amazing sweater next week and it has thumb holes? A great sweater. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Buy the sweater. Yeah. Don't talk about the thumb holes. What if it has holes for all my fingers? <laughs> Then you can talk about it. Okay, good. That's acceptable because oh. that, that's bizarre enough. I'll be on the search. I'll be on the, not like a glove. Like I don't want one that like, it like wraps around right, my the fingers. fingers still stick out. Yeah, just like little slits for all five fingers would be ideal. Then you can talk about it. Okay. I'll be, again, I'll look. And if I can't find it, I'll make it. Okay. I got a sewing machine. This can be done. Please don't make it. Okay. Sorry. I guess it just is unnecessary because like the thumb slit already holds it up you don't it already accomplishes the full task yeah and more effectively than like a pinky slit it would just kind of fall down your your arm your wrist right but because like i feel like the sizing on something like that would be hard yeah no you're right like one finger you don't need precision but for all of your fingers you got to get some precision. and if this is the platform if this is the time to talk about thumb holes i'm going to dig back into my my knowledge of them from when i did used to wear them so frequently I only have one article of clothing like this, but it is my favorite type of thumb hole where it's not necessarily a hole in the fabric. No, no. It's a regular sleeve with no hole in it. But instead, near like the wrist hand area inside the sleeve, there's just a tiny little like belt, essentially. Like, it's just like one strip of fabric that your thumb slides into. So you're no fingers poking out, but your sleeves never fall below your knuckles. Does that make sense, what I just described? I think I follow. Yeah. Like, it doesn't poke out of the sleeve, but there's uh-huh. something internal to the sleeve. Exactly. So it keeps the sleeve up, again, like, at knuckle height at all times, but there are no actual holes. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, you know, like, the, the the closest thing I can think of is, like, the little, like, belt loops. It's like a belt loop, but for Inside your thumb. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I follow. Okay, okay, okay. Those are my favorite. I only have one article of clothing like that. I've never found another like it, but I love it. It reminds me of Ariana Grande, how she wears her her sleeves too long, okay? That's not why I like it. It's just a core connection I've made before, you know? It might be why you like it. 
Damn it. Deep down in there in your monkey brain. Stop. Stop. It's not true. I definitely liked it before Ariana Grande. Stop. Um, Grayson, I think I can put the thumb holes to rest in in this conversation, not in general. You know, where we're still re-entering the the love, you know? But never speak of it again. Okay, okay, okay. Can I talk about a different article of clothing? Just just t-shirts for a second. Sure. Okay. I have been revisiting the website depop.com. You ever use Depop? No. You know what it is? I think I downloaded it once. It's okay. like clothing resale. Yeah, it's like clothing resale, but mixed with social media so you can like stuff. And, mm. you know, it's it's a very interactive kind of thing. But it's cool. I like it because I used to buy, like, old wrestling merch on there, you know? I'm just not enough into clothes, I think. That's fair. And I guess, like, I'm not looking for, like, designer, fashionable stuff. It's, it's you know, more, I guess, collectible, mm-hmm. whatever. And... It's really only effective when you're on there searching every day for stuff because there's new stuff like every hour, right? Mm-hmm. In any given category. And so it, I don't like, I just fall off from it. Like I hadn't touched the app in maybe three years or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't even imagine all the stuff I wanted that I missed by not checking over the past three years, you know? Like already I redownloaded the app and the day I did, there was a listing from only 12 hours beforehand of CM Punk's first ever t-shirt in the WWE in a medium, okay? Mm -hmm. That shirt usually sells for like upwards of $120. I've just never bought it because it's so expensive, right? I got it for $40. I'm stoked. I'm so happy. It says hardcore straight edge and the back is such an eyesore. So I'll only wear it with jackets, but I'm gonna have it. It'll be part of my collection. It'll be great, you know? It's a wonderful time. A wonderful find even. I got my dad's birthday present off of there valentine's presents off of there it's great stuff grayson yeah i'm just not into clothes enough guys i found the moomin's vinyl on there but it was still pretty expensive cheaper than most places i've seen because I, I, I check every now and then for a future gift it's just so expensive you know i would imagine but not quite as expensive still like over a hundred dollars but not as far over a hundred as it usually is wow so pretty massive Oh, sorry, not Moomins. I lied over the garden wall is what I meant to say. I kind of figured there was something going on there because yeah. I was like, Moomins doesn't have a vinyl. I don't think so. No, I looked. They oh, don't. you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've looked. <laughs> they don't have one or a CD, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, I just wasn't going to question it. I was like, if anyone was going to find a Moomins vinyl, probably JC. I no, there were there was an attempt made. They just don't exist. Mm. I, I have to. I'm regretfully informing you of that. I apologize, but. What, why, what were we just talking about? Gifts? Oh, Valentine's Day, kind of. I mentioned I got like a gift off for Valentine's Day off of there. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if this counts as a gift, but I have Valentine's Day activities already planned. And Whoa. it will interfere with the podcast because Valentine's no. is a Wednesday. I work. Brandy has work. It's tough, right? Wow, you're really leaving me alone on Valentine's Day. You have dear sweet Stephen. You'll both be free now. So... Listen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. How dare you? We'll have to reschedule the podcast because Wednesday plans. It's Valentine's Day. Listen, you know that Iron Claw movie? It's mm-hmm. like wrestling related. Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen White. I mean, I know it because you bring it up quite often. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. very, very good. I saw it the one time. I thought it was great, right? Brandy, not a huge wrestling fan, you know? In fact, actively dislikes wrestling, you know? As She's, most sane people would. Yeah. She has seen this movie four times now. She's going to see it for a fifth this weekend. 
she really, really likes it. This has also made her more open to wrestling. In fact, the other day she approached me and was like, JC, I need to go to a wrestling show with you. And I was like, okay, this is very valuable knowledge. I start looking around. AEW is here on Valentine's Day. Ain't no way. What a perfect coincidence, you know? How serendipitous. So I'm, I'm going to Cedar Park to the HEB arena. HEB Center. It's Have not... you cleared this with Brandy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, she was on board. I wouldn't have. Okay. Yeah. Because originally... well, I kind of thought, I thought to myself, like, yeah, she wants to go to a wrestling show. But if she anticipates something more romantic for Valentine's Day, that would be a crazy thing to drop on her. Like, It would be off. a little insane. But also, if you're in a relationship with me, like, the, the, the bar for romanticism isn't going to be high. You know? <laughs> Like it just it's that's not how that's gonna work. I don't know. I feel like you're romantic, but in a JC way. Like you're very thoughtful in giving gifts. Moomin's vinyl, right? Right. Not in the way I'm gonna take Grayson out to a five star restaurant. Right. You know, Um, because even if I had the means for a five star restaurant, I think okay, maybe I'm gonna take this back. I was gonna say I think I prefer a Jewboy Burger or a Schlotsky's, right? Mm -hmm. But I've only gotten to like one really expensive restaurant in my life. And it's amazing. That ABBA place on South Congress, so the Mediterranean mm. food, I love that place. I'd go there every day if I could. So I'd take that back. I just don't know how good fine dining is because I don't get to do it. But it's probably awesome. It probably is. But I think the better comparison is would you rather, like if you're planning out something yeah. for Valentine's Day, okay. would you rather put it into a thoughtful gift or to a five-star restaurant? A gift? And I th- yeah. You're just right. be done with the food. Right. Okay. That's that, I think that's why I think it's the more mm. optimal comparison Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, sure, an uh, expensive food place that is super, super good is going to be just a good yeah. food place. I also, I don't associate, I don't think, food with anything romantic. Food makes me bloated and gross not want to be around people, you know? Like, I don't know. It's not, you just feel gross after eating. Maybe that's because I have a pattern I established A rocky relationship of, with food. <laughs> well, yeah, and just a tendency to gorge by eating one meal a day. So, of course, I'm going to feel bloated. Um, but you know, especially if I'm going to that place, the ABBA place, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's the not family style. I guess it's like where you order a plate for the table. What's Mm -hmm. that called? Uh, Family style is an app. Really? I felt like there was like a fancier word for it. A la carte. A la carte is more like if you order a side without the main meal. It's all sides essentially. Like there's not like a main meal there. I would say family style. Really? That's how I would describe it. Okay. I think they call it a la carte. Like, I think that's how they describe it on their menu. Like, everything mm-hmm. here is a la carte because they tell you, like, to order a bunch of stuff because it's, like, smaller plates. Mm-hmm. 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 And so uh, because of that, there tends to be a lot of food. And it's just so good, Grayson. There, what is it? I, sweet corn. I don't know if it's sweet. Something corn hummus. Sweet corn hummus. I don't remember. They have corn and hummus mixed together, and it's incredible. And their pita is so good. Go to ABBA, okay? I heard you're a man of wealth now. Ever I do have money. GameStop gave you that that promotion. Well, no, I haven't even gotten like any impact of the pay raise oh, yet. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, I just it was like, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago now, maybe a week ago. Uh huh. I just like I'm very used to running my account dry and then charging my brother for yeah. his back rent that he owes me and yada yada yada. So I'm very used to having like no money in my account mm-hmm. for extended periods of time. But even while working. But this like last week or two, I'm looking at my account and like I have money. Mhm. I'm like that's not supposed to be Where is this coming from? No more child support. 
It's wild. You're good. You're set now. That's awesome. What 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 are you going to use this money for? Probably nothing. Oh. If anything, what I might end up doing is being really stupid and getting into options trading. Why is that stupid? Well, because they're very risky compared mm-hmm. to just like casual investing. But just do it well. Yeah, if you do it well, then you can make a ton. Like that's the go. idea. But it's it's like the higher risk because it's basically more of a gamble. No, 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 no. Don't gamble. Just do well. Yeah, simply do well. Yeah. Use chat GPT. That, that's not going to help. There's not going to be any emotions involved for robot, does it? The other day, I was thinking, not the other day, literally this morning on my drive to work, I was thinking about the fact that, uh, not the fact, just like the idea of like with AI and like the creations of like robot, artificial intelligence, whatever, the, the main thing with, I don't know, like creating art and like humans being not necessarily outsourced, what's the word, like put out of work essentially, right? Mm-hmm. In like a creative way, I don't really see happening because you lose that touch of like what makes something like human or like have that emotional like pull to it, right? Well, that and also because so much art is the notoriety of the artist themselves. That's so fair, yeah. It's about Absolutely. the personality. But at least as far as like the, that human, like emotional element goes, like that, like the more intangible stuff that like, you know, like the thing that like the AI might be so smart, but you look at it and you still know it's AI. Yeah. And that, some of that's just underdeveloped technology, right? Mm-hmm. But some part is that it's just not human and you can just kind of tell mm-hmm. my thought was that that doesn't really mean anything because if there is enough artificial intelligence out there and there are enough like things acting according to artificial intelligence there will come a point where like there will be no point to strive after that human element because all the artificial intelligence simply won't care about it right like does that make any sense like, we only care about it because we are human, right? Like, but well, yeah, but in my head, there's nothing inherently, like, valuable about it. We just put value on it because we are human. And it's like, well, that's us. Does that? Like, I follow what okay, you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. And that kind of plays into the idea of, like, oh, there's even... Okay, so it, it's not uncommon to think that eventually AI is going to replace humanity entirely. Yeah. And, like, technology is going to take over. But it goes into this whole theory of, like... um the purpose of evolution is just to create a species strong enough to create an AI that can actually expand in the universe. So Whoa. we're just a, a stepping stone in the process of evolution mm. that will eventually lead to technology. I see. But as a whole aside, I would actually say that it is inherently objectively valuable. But yeah. that's just a different perspective. Yeah. I guess if you're approaching it with like just we ended up here, you know? Then, yeah, no, you're not going to find yeah. any Like it's cool because I'm human, so I find value in it. But ultimately it's like, well those robots don't care and they're going to outlast. So like, mm-hmm. who gives a shit? I mean, they may not even, we just both die, but you know, same deal. I don't know. This is, I mean, it's not like a, a novel thought or anything, but it was just like, I don't know for, for forever. Like the thought of like, AI is going to take over. I would always dismiss with like, well, yeah, but like, it's not human, right? There's always going to be value in it, but there won't. I don't know. Like theoretically there doesn't have to be right. Yeah. This is, this is the thinking. Well, I think the hypothesis still holds, even uh-huh. if you accept mine, like, oh, there is objective value to the human element. Yeah. Because there is part of the ability to judge that objective value uh-huh. is a human thing that I don't think AI is capable of. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think AI can make value judgments. Okay. Like, independent of their programming. You get what I'm saying? I guess so like bu- even if there is an objective value yeah. to the human element to art, an AI wouldn't be able to understand that objective value. Yeah. So it just becomes 
like not important. Like if, right. If so we with, yeah. we come to the same conclusion. Yeah. I'm saying that it's not incompatible with either of our initial perspectives. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. I have no clue. I don't know. I I don't I don't think we're gonna live long enough to see any AI takeover. Unfortunately, you know. I don't think there probably will be one. Do you? What are your thoughts, Grayson? Eh, I don't know. It's become more prevalent in like the last like two years. Yeah, AI is going crazy. It's so accessible now. Incredibly accessible. So very. Yeah, no, it scares me. Yeah? Um. Yeah, I don't want AI to exist. Sports Illustrated loves it. You see that? No. They just weren't paying journalists and just had AI doing their stuff, even though they're like the biggest... I, mean, I don't want to say it about the wrong people, but I thought it was Sports Illustrated. I could be so wrong, but I'm pretty certain it was Sports Illustrated, which is like a pretty massive publication. Mm-hmm. To just like they made up fake names and photos of writers. That's hilarious. Yeah, like AI generated, and there are those models now on Instagram that are completely fake as well. Have you seen those? I have heard about that. That's exciting. Massive stuff. Massive leaps and bounds. We just got to get rid of AI. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like it. It's helpful. You know? Yeah, but it's too it's like a too high risk scenario. Yeah. I mean your dream is just like live in a forest and make jam. I feel like AI would just gonna be what enables you and a lot of other people to just do shit like that where you don't have to be I productive. mean maybe, but do you really think that the ability to, like if AI is capable of making that reality, yeah, that it's actually gonna be utilized that way. And I don't think that would happen. I'm not or at least I'm not confident in that outcome. What do you what are you more confident in? What other outcome? That it will be mostly utilized for the benefit of the already really wealthy to consolidate more Mm -hmm. wealth. And people who don't have access to capital to begin with aren't going to be able to exploit AI and its increased productivity to actually improve their standard of living. I see. And instead, it'll just create like a persistent underclass as there's this upper class of people who did have the capital necessary to take advantage of that opportunity and then can just stay perpetually wealthy because the means of production are disconnected from the value of human labor. So you just have to get wealthy before that happens, it sounds like. Yeah, probably. But also like really, really wealthy. But also like upper middle class isn't going to cut it. Yeah. Type of thing. No, like straight up wealthy. But also if you were to get straight up wealthy now, you could also just stop working and live off that. Right. So it's like same result. Probably. Yeah. Just get wealth simply. Okay. Start with your, your stock options or whatever you said. Your trading options. Simply get wealthy. Yeah. So, dude, use chat GPT. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I, it's not AI, but, oh, I bought an iPad this week, by the way. I think you last did. week I did. I'm so happy about it. about it. I have one now. I'm very proud of you. I have $1,300 less to my name. But That's, you have an iPad. I but I do have an iPad and a pen for it and a green case with a keyboard that sucks. You should have just got the Apple one. Y- yeah, I don't think I'm going to use the keyboard very often though. Like I like the case still. It's heavy. It's a really heavy case, but I'm very confident that if I dropped this thing, it's going to live. That's fair. Um but that wasn't the intention. I got it cuz it was pretty and had a keyboard. And now it kind of is just pretty and heavy. But I don't mind, okay? Okay. It's bigger, by the way, than my laptop. I didn't expect that either. Apparently, my laptop's only 11 inches. This is 11.9, I think. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting that. Part. Isn't it 12.9? Is it really? I think it's 12.9. It's a lot bigger than my, my, my laptop. That's crazy. But I think so far worth it. The first day I had the iPad, I was kind of regretting the purchase because I was like, oh, my God, why did I do this? It's, I, I don't really have 
anything different. It's just now I can do it on this device as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And that still is kind of true, but the iPad's also way faster than my computer, a lot more accessible than my computer, and I'm so much more likely to open it up and just do stuff than mm -hmm. if I had to like set up my computer, get it turned on, because my computer's getting old, you know? Yeah. It's pretty slow. And so- But the iPad, you can just whip it out and it just it does it. It's true, and even when it gets old, it's still a lot more like accessible like that. We can just open it up and start working on stuff, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's helpful and is gonna be like more motivating to like get stuff done without procrastinating instead of being like it's a whole to do to get set up and start designing everything for tattoos and whatever. Mm -hmm. So that part's nice. And also a part of why I got it is because there are a lot of tattoo tools in Procreate, like 3D models and everything that you can like buy as add-ons. And I was looking at purchasing these 3D models and they were all like $65 each for like the different body types you could buy. And I was like, you know, I just spent so much money. I'm not gonna buy them yet. But I pulled up a YouTube video to look at how they're used. And this lady just put links to downloads for all them in her description on YouTube. So I got them for free from a Google Drive rip um, that I think she illegally is spreading. So shout out to her though, that you lady. Dirty, dirty thief. I mean, I don't think it's like the same one either. I think it's like a different, because uh, like basically the models I was looking at online to buy were all very like specific, if that makes sense. I think they're not selling a general body type because that would be too easy. So they sell like really extreme fat body types, really extreme skinny, and just like really unique ones. Mm -hmm. But there's no just like general average guy girl which is, I think, really weird, but also not because they want you to buy all of them mm -hmm. so that way you can adjust according to the person instead of just buying one and being good. And this one is just a general regular body. So it's not from the seller. It's a different one, but no way it was intended to be free. Like, I just don't believe it, you know? Maybe it was. Maybe. maybe? It also is not the greatest in the world. Honestly, I think I'm getting what I paid for and I paid nothing uh, because it's like just stupid difficult and finicky to operate mm. like you have to basically draw onto it for it to have any real utility like pasting designs it just looks so bad I, I, I which i guess kind of makes sense but who knows it's cool when you do draw right onto it you have a 3d model you can just draw according to like the, the shape of the body it's it's pretty nice but mm -hmm. it's it's unrealistic in in reality um but grayson there's that and I think that's pretty much it with the iPad. I started paying for iCloud, so. That's good. Yeah. I Very helpful so. for storage. But I like it. I like the pen. I don't even think I'm going to even buy, like, the thinner tip for the pen just because I've already gotten used to the Apple one. At it's first I thought good. it was too thick, but it's definitely not. You just have to figure out how to use it, and it yeah. was a quick learning process. So I think that's good. Mm, anything else, Gray the Gray? I'm just very happy. Happy? I've, I've, I've been an advocate of the iPad for a while. Yeah. I'm happy that you've you've joined the team. Yeah, you you are probably the main motivator because you were the one who first was like, hey, do this. Then the guy who like did my, I think, the best tattoo on my body, he was using an iPad the whole time. Pretty much every tattoo artist I've met has an iPad they use as like their tool. And then Brandy just bought an iPad two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I just need to do it instead of just delaying it. And it's it's been done. It's a spectacular device. I've, I quite enjoy it so far. That initial regret has kind of faded the more I've gotten used to it, you know? Mm -hmm. The most the biggest problem I have with it right now is that because there's no fully functioning Photoshop 
and Procreate doesn't have a print option. You have to export the files and then print them. I am left without a program where you can tell my printer the exact size you want to print something at. Instead, you have to eyeball it, which is so annoying. Why every single printer app, especially the HP one, doesn't have an option where you can just type in the size in inches or centimeters of what you want is so stupid. Because like all it should be is when you're adjusting the size, there's a little pop-up rectangle that says how big it is. Mm -hmm. That doesn't exist. The only program I've ever found ever making art and printing stuff ever not even making art, like printing photo, printing anything is Photoshop. But it seems like such an intuitive thing. And I, maybe it's because I'm working in two weirdly coincidental niche, you know, forms of art. But the action figures t-shirts that I make and sell require that because I have to print stuff at really small, small sizes that I measure out with a ruler. Mm -hmm. And now tattoos, before I put them on someone's body, I have to measure out. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, a lot of people probably have the need to print stuff out at specific sizes. For sure. Yeah. Why isn't that just common? I, I found one app that I'm not even certain it does it, but it looks like it might, but it costs $3. And so it's like, do I want to take the risk of it not actually working how I think it's going to and waste $3 on it? I don't know. And there's always the risk too. It does work like how I want it to, but then it doesn't connect to my printer. Because HP is a shit company that I hate. I don't know. I feel like there probably is the functionality somewhere, but it's niche enough that it's like hidden away. Yeah. I, I mean, at least there's not in the HP print app, at least, because I've I've done Scoured. many a deep dive. I because I have the app first on my phone. I've had it for years. Mm -hmm. It's just the worst. Just the worst. Okay. It's just. Because I know it's not like it's going to require a whole bunch of extra hoops for like these these developers of the app to add. Because you're already scaling it and sizing it and the printer's interpreting it. You just have to tell me what it is. That's it. I feel like it's not a big like, ask. You know. The printer knows. The program knows. The software knows. The image knows. Yeah. Any well, no, can I tell me. Know. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this is something that if Hans worked for HP... I could tell him and in a day it'd be done. You know, like I feel like it's that easy where like Hans could just instantly figure something like yeah, that out. It's just like, like you know how big the paper it's going to be on. Yes. Like you already know that as like a fact. Uh-huh. So well, you just should be like it. proportion. The, the, the HP printer app doesn't even assume you're using eight and a half by 11 every time I have to choose it. So it for sure knows the size I'm trying to print that. And then it's just like a, a proportion thing. Yeah. It should, it should know. And me saying it's super easy, Hans could figure it out, is not like even Hans could do it. It's like a, that quickly, just Hans is capable. Like, cause I couldn't do it, right? If I worked for HP, I'd be screwed. No, I, I wouldn't know what to do, you know? But again, I think it has to be so simple to add something like that if you are aware of computer science. Do I trust Steven to figure it out if he works for HP? I don't know. <laughs> He would probably attempt it, but come up with a bizarre different solution. Yeah. It's like, but that's, no, but that's not what I wanted. Or complete, yeah, completely misunderstand what I'm requesting. And so, like, he'll put a lot of effort into something I just didn't ask for. <laughs> I wonder what that would end up being. 
maybe like because right now there are a bunch of templates you can choose of like the paper that you're printing on so like you know like postcards letters like just like the general sizes of paper i think he'd make it so i could choose the exact dimensions of the paper i'm sticking in the printer <laughs> you could instead of scaling the photo you scale the paper around the photo <laughs> and you have to cut the paper accordingly uh-huh. that's psychotic I don't like that. I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to do that at all. <laughs> That'd be so good, though. No, when I disagree with that. But that's the only thing, because right now, I am not fully transitioned to iPad, but I am creating in the iPad and then sending it to my computer to then mm-hmm. print it out. And it's like, literally, it's... It's tough to have that middleman. It's just so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> Guys, I hope I know there aren't many people listening to this, but surely someone else has had this problem. <laughs> Certainly, someone else has had this problem. You can start a club of two people. Uh whatever. But but it it makes so much sense because every time I've gone to a tattoo artist, I only had one tattoo artist ever who uses Photoshop, which is what I used up until this week, right, for tattooing. Every single person um, that's tattooed me, they always uh, have to like print out five or six different versions of the stencil before it gets to the right size. And in my head, I'm always like, why don't you just measure it? Now I know. It's just not an option. Yeah, like they probably don't even think about it. Like they don't even think it's an option just because they've never used Photoshop and known it's a thing. Mm-hmm. But this is a luxury I've been accustomed to since I was 14 years old. Okay, and now to go without it 10 years later, it's like this, this, you should have caught up some point in the past decade. And Photoshop probably had it before I was 14 as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. That wasn't even on my topic list, but it is something I feel passionate about. I can tell. Like, wouldn't that be frustrating? Yeah. Okay, great. I feel Normally, a I disagree with your technological grumps because you and technology generally do emerge. But this is a very rational thing. Yeah. This makes sense. And it's not even a technology problem. It's like a people designing the technology problem. Like, when my printer doesn't turn on. That's a tech problem. That's when I get angry. Yeah. Like. Irrationally angry. Yeah. Like, this is rationally angry because, like, I know people can fix it. But when there's the uncertainty of my printer may never come back alive and I may have to buy a new one for another $200, that's when I get the irrational angry. You know? Hmm. Um, but again, we live, we try to learn, uh, what there, there was something else. Oh, okay. You were talking about how like the, the iPad amazing invention, amazing innovation that you love, right? Mm -hmm. You know what mine is? My innovation that I've discovered, not I've discovered, but something I've really, really appreciated this week. What's that? It's right here on my wrist, Grayson. You know what this is? It's a scrunchie. It's a scrunchie for my hair that I tie up. You've had scrunchies. Mm, Only for the past, like three months or so prior to that i've only used claw clips and that was only a thing i used for like a year or so and before that i exclusively used black hair ties Mm -hmm. the thing is i learned from our dear sweet friend bimily that hair ties damage your hair right Mm -hmm. so then that's when i switched to claw clips right and that was i think on our trip to new york maybe that bim told us about uh or told me about the hair tie thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a whole year where I used claw clips. And then she said it would kill you. 
and then exactly right. She's no, I had it backwards, not backwards, but it was on Arizona trip. She told me about the hair ties. So then I switched. And then that summer when she was here for 4th of July is when she told me that the claw clips might kill me because you can be driving. And if you're wearing a claw clip on the back of your head, it can smash into your head and like kill you. That's probably happened to like one person ever. And it was like a freak accident. Maybe. It doesn't even sound like a free guy. Like, because it, it, it hurts. Like, if you're driving and you're like leaning back, it hurts. Like wearing mm. a claw clip. Like it's unpleasant. Uh, and I get like, and I was very intentional to get very bendy claw clips because the hard ones are just like so massively uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I would get like really bendy ones, and those would still not be pleasant. So I could so see how it would like hurt someone. Uh, but also too, just general living. If you are pressed up, like laying down on a couch or in a car, just uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. But scrunchies was the alternative I was provided with. And I just never did it because they looked so just obscenely feminine to me. Right. Like where it's just like, I, I don't know. I just don't like how it looks on the wrist. And I still don't like how it looks when I wear it on my wrist. Right. But just something about it seemed off and I never really bothered with it. So I just kept on with the claw clips. Eventually I was in a Ulta. I think it was because I was picking something up for, like my skincare stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was there, I saw the satin scrunchies that are like made for curly hair, not to damage it, right? Specifically satin ones. And I made the purchase. I made this this impulsive purchase to get it. They are incredible. They hold your hair in place. There's no question about it. When they're in your hair, they don't even stand out that much, probably because I have black ones and the ones I'm used to seeing are like pink or white or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because I have dark hair and it's a black scrunchie, it tends to blend in pretty well, at least from like what I can see. And I can sleep in it and it doesn't hurt. I've been sleeping in pain for the past year trying to get claw clips to work. You've been sleeping with the claw clips? Yes, because you're not supposed to sleep with your hair down. Really? Yeah, because then it like rubs up against everything and it gets all frizzy and damages mm-hmm. the hair. And then you don't want to sleep with the hair tie-in either because then that damages the hair, pulls back on like the scalp and everything. Um, and so this is like the ideal thing. I don't know why I delayed getting it so long. It's perfect. It's so like you can lay right on it. You don't even feel it. Roller egg, it, it, it's pretty durable. Like it doesn't fall out easily. I love it. And you just wash it. Like the only downside to a, a scrunchie is that you have to wash it. But you might be like, that is pretty annoying. You know, I might even be like, that's pretty annoying, right? But when I got home, I was driving to San Antonio the day I bought that scrunchie pack, right? I got home and I showed my mom. I was like, mom, look what I finally got. She's like, JC. Did I tell this story? No. Okay. She looked at me and she said, JC, why'd you do that? Like, she looked like upset about it. I was like, mom, what do you, I got it like, because I, like, I didn't want to use the clips anymore. She was like, yeah, but last time you were here, I offered you three packages of them. I was like, what? Like, th- like this one? Because I, I, again, satin scrunchies are mm-hmm. the ones that are supposed to be good for curly hair, right? I was like, no, but like, were they just like scrunchies or were they the satin ones? And she's like, JC, the exact packaging of the one that you have. And I spent like 12 bucks on it. She got a box of like eight of them, of eight packs of them from Black Friday for 50 cents. And so now I have the pack I bought and then three additional ones. And so point is when I wash them, I have plenty of backups. Truly, truly. <sighs> but that was an odd coincidence day about the scrunchies. That I go home and realize I just wasted $15, $11 with tax, you know? But now you, you just have so many. Yeah. I, again, the, I'd say the biggest downside for me is I don't like how big it is on my wrist. 
but also it's purely aesthetic because it doesn't feel big on my wrist. In mm -hmm. fact, it's less noticeable than a hair tie because a hair tie squeezes. This mm -hmm. really does not. And then hair claw clips in my pockets were the most, not in my pockets, but I would like latch them onto my pocket. Mm -hmm. So annoying because I have to take off the claw clip every time I grab my wallet or keys. Mm -hmm. So this is just hassle-free living. Could you do a claw clip on like a belt loop instead of a pocket? If it's small enough, but the small ones aren't big enough to hold my hair. But couldn't you just do like one of the teeth? Like you don't have to hold the whole thing to be I attached. guess, but it would just kind of like dangle there awkwardly. Like if you have it fully like fastened into your pocket, it's not very noticeable because it's like flush kind of against your body. Mm. If that makes sense, it's a kind of hidden. But if you just have it dangling, it's kind of inconvenient, I feel I like. You know, regardless, that would be a non-issue at this point. You have the scrunchies. It's exactly right. I have many of the scrunchies. Each pack had like ten in them. Wow. Maybe not. Maybe like six in them because I don't have that many. I don't have like forty. I have probably closer to twenty-four. Mm -hmm. So, I'm so set. What is the better invention, the iPad or the scrunchie? The iPad. I personally am in the scrunchie camp right now. Okay, because I can do what the iPad does on my laptop. I can't do what the scrunchie does with a claw clip or a hair tie. You know? I think the scrunchie was a more needed invention. In, in, wait, invention. That's the word. No. Yeah. I no, think yeah, it was. great. There are more long hair users in the world than there are Apple users. I don't know if that's true. I feel like it has to be true. There are so I many I mean, it women, probably is. You know? Oh, well, but... And most, I'd say, have long hair in most cultures. I mean, I like, yeah, there's enough women to have long hair, but enough women who have long hair who are cur who have curly hair who also would find value in a scrunchie because they pay enough attention to it being I, curly. The curly hair thing, though, is only benefited by the satin part of the scrunchie. I'm not saying the satin scrunchie is the best invention. I still think the benefits of it being comfortable and sleepable is still super important, you know? Because even if you have straight hair, sleeping with your hair down is not a great idea. You know? It still, like, damages and... Admittedly, I'm not familiar enough with the hair literature. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. But, yeah, I'd say it's not specifically curly hair. I think just generally long-haired people. Because, again, the... I guess, though, specifically, the hair tie... No, because the hair tie does damage to the hairline as well. It's not just the curly hair part because it does damage curls, but also the hairline gets messed up. So I, I want to disagree with that, but then I remember Jojo Siwa and I'm like, yeah. Exactly, like, yeah, like a charcoal from the forehead, you know? Because of hair ties? She's a dancer, you know? It's tough. Poor charcoal. Tough life, yeah. Charcoal's going to hear that and cry after you said that. We've already established that Chargold does not have a big forehead, but for some reason, when we entered the BMW lore, that was already part of their lore. So, if anything, it'd be rude for us to just ignore that piece of their lore that they invented. You know? Chargold's gonna cry. You She's gonna just cry. broke her heart. She's the one who said it. She said about her own hair. You know? Mm -hmm. You think she you has a big forehead, though? Real. You think she has a big one? No, not really. Massive? No. You'd call it gargantuan. Mm -mm. Grayson's words, not mine, guys. Um, but no, definitely more valuable invention than the iPad. No. More necessary invention than the iPad. No. Like, the, the iPad's probably led to a lot of awesome things being put into the world, like, as a result of its existence, where hair ties just 
haven't done that, just generally more convenient for people to use them, right? So I think that might be it. Like the, the iPad will probably yield more good overall for humanity. Scrunchy but, was designed on an iPad. No, I guess it. Yeah, that I I'm I'm a fool. You're right. It's terrible. This was such a nothing topic. What do you mean? It's <laughs> I mean so nothing. I got an iPad this week, and I like scrunchies. I think they're great. I can believe that. Yeah. So well, I'm happy. I'm happy with both your purchases then. Yeah. Well, I mean the the scrunchie purchase was again months ago, like actual months ago, Grayson. So. An older purchase, but a necessary one that we bring up now, I felt. I see. You know, absolutely. Now that you've felt the full weight of its impacts. It's true. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we ride off into the sunset? I, I see you have a list here. I do. We streamed a vampire game. That's on your list. Oh, yeah. What did you think of that stream? I thought it was fun. I liked the Oh, I wasn't really paying attention to the stream as much, but like, I guess I, we were on your stream, but it was more just like we were playing a game, you know, mm -hmm. and I enjoyed the game, so okay. I had a good time. That's good. Yeah. Like, I don't feel the pressure I used to feel of, like, putting on an entertaining Grey the Grey stream. That's just not like, good. What do you mean? No, you got to feel all that pressure. I don't I don't think that pressure ever helped. Nope. Um, in fact, I feel, if anything, I... <laughs> it was a net detriment in every uh, aspect? Well, in the sense that, like, just my presence on your Twitch streams, I feel like, drove away a lot of the people that liked you. Because I feel like <laughs> the, the general... Like, when I watch a Grey the Grey Twitch stream, the Grey stream that I watch... At least back then, this is like at this point three years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Very different from the Grayson that I would interact with in person and also on stream. Like the, mm -hmm. that Grayson would be the same between in person and on stream, mm -hmm. right? But there's Grayson by himself on stream, very different from Grayson with me on stream. I see. Yeah. Like you would be just a lot more kinder and happier of a person, but then I'm there. There's a lot more like argumentativeness and yelling at the <laughs> chat. From my experience, that's what I witnessed. And it's like... I don't have the outside perspective, so mm -hmm. I cannot test one way or the other. But like in my head, if I put myself in the perspective of like a Helena, I'm like, oh, I miss the happy singing Grayson. Not the one who's yelling at Steven and, and me, you know? <laughs> so... I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to gauge whether you'd want to do it again. Yeah, especially... Okay. I mean, again, it's, it's more the game than anything. I feel like the reason... Well, there was a couple of reasons why, like, the stream frequency stopped, like, originally. And that was, like, one, we or I graduated from college, you know? And mm -hmm. then it was, like, I don't have five, seven days of the week free to stream with you, you know? I got a job. Then you got a job. That just decreased Grey the Grey streams in general, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then also, too, we ran dry a lot of the games. Like We kind of did. We destroyed balloons, at least destroyed it for me. We did Minecraft a bunch, but Minecraft's one of those ones that comes in waves, so I'm sure yeah, that'll come back. Yeah, it'll, it'll make its return. Uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse, I still really enjoy, and I'd play, but you don't. Yeah, when you got I'm not tired big of it anymore. Um, and that was like really it. There weren't that many other games, you know. Yeah. It's an unfortunate, yeah. unfortunate thing. This is relevant to you. The gate to my apartment is supposedly getting fixed. No. Did you say it is or isn't relevant to me? Is relevant. Yeah, very relevant. That sucks. Yeah. Tell them not to. I don't think that'll work. Can I just... Do I but have permission to break it when they fix it? I won't stop you. Like, I'll just show up with a sledgehammer. There probably aren't cameras there. <laughs> Listen, all I'm going to say is every time they've said they're going to fix it, they either have not mm -hmm. or it broke a w again a week later. 
I mean, no, I, I'm fully confident it's going to break again. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried about the week or two of inconvenience. That's fair. Well, know? a week or two is really like two times. Yeah. But like, I just don't want to sit down there and wait for you to do it. That's fair. And also, I mean, even when it, the gate was functional, another car would just come and let me in anyways. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's really not that big of an inconvenience. It really it can't be that much. But it's it, nice just being able to swoop right up. Oh, I enjoy it too. Because yeah. I hate pulling out my phone to pull out my app to pull out the thing to press the button. It's kind of weird they don't just give you a little button for it. They used to. That's why. Oh, but then the, the new management and the app and everything and the new yep. door for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole it's a whole thing. I hear speaking you got a new a, trash policy at your apartment. Yes, I was going <laughs> to transition. Speaking of apartment <laughs> policies and things going on with the management. They sent out a memo specifically directed at our floor of this building. This floor of this building. This floor of your building. This floor of the building. That was basically like, hey, for trash pickups, don't leave the trash bags outside your door. Okay. Like on the floor. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. That that makes sense. I disagree. It just makes it gross. Mm. Yeah. No. Yes. If you leave it around at the correct time, uh huh, they can just pick it up. Like, you tie the bag, you do it right, you you close it properly. Okay, yeah. Then they just pick it up. Uh, can I ask you a question? Uh, who in your household puts the trash outside? My brother. So okay. this is not relevant um, to me, but it's going to no, lower no, no. the frequency. I'm not even saying it to, like, a thing of, like, well, it's not your problem. I'm saying in the sense of, does your brother actually put out the trash at the time he's supposed to when he does it? Because I know at my apartment, people always put their stuff out. So, like, you're supposed to only do it within a two-hour period right before trash gets picked up. People do not do that. People leave it out all day. Like, they just put it out whenever. And a lot of them put it in just the bag. And then when the bag's there, it leaves the – also, I like, it's just straight-up concrete outside of my mm-hmm. apartment. And there are stains under where people put their trash, like brown, dark stains underneath it from all the people just leaving their trash bags. That just means those people are nasty. Like, they got to close the bag. What are they doing? Tipping it on its side or something? I, I mean, it's just, I think it happens, you know? I don't think it just happens. I mean... There's got to be something leaking. I'd say if you're the type of person to put out your trash bag early and also not put it in the bin, you're probably the type of person to also probably have some shit leak out of it. Maybe? I could see that. Like, it's just a general, like, kind of disregard and irresponsibility. I guess, but... The thing is, the bins that they give us are so small for how often they cancel trash pickup uh-huh. that it's going to pile up into multiple bags yeah. just naturally, just de facto. It'll uh-huh. happen. Like, obviously, we have the problem with my brother. He does not take out the trash on a frequent enough basis nearly at all. Yeah, no, you guys have piles of trash regardless. So this is not like a this problem for you. Yeah. This is going to, yeah. I forwarded the email to him. <laughs> will it impact anything? Probably not. I don't think he'll even read it. No. But it's just for the the inadequacy of their trash pickup for them to be a stickler on that. Yeah. Is infuriating. I wonder if it's them even being a stickler or just like maybe a newer resident or like someone complained. And then they are like, that's how they get like to, you know, show at least that resident. They're like trying to do something about it is emailing everyone on the floor, you know, like because I don't think my apartment cares about it, but I have gotten a note being like, hey, don't leave your trash on the floor, you know, but not like sent to the whole floor, just like my apartment. Because I, one time I had, I think, two trash bags or something like that. So one in the bin and one like laying next to it. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, hey, don't do that. Which 
like they, they were like don't do that it can result in a fine this is like a warning but it can result in a fine fuck like, sorry for cursing gray the gray that's so annoying i witnessed everyone in my hallway do it every day but the one time i did it i got that that little note that's mm-hmm. crazy okay sorry <clears throat> yeah no it's just apartment complexes are stupid i need to yeah. buy a house yeah can i get like a guest house on the property or like a just a room or something yes okay thanks so much i appreciate this um guest house would be sick or like maybe like a little i'll buy a quadplex yeah and then we'll each have like an apartment is there will there be like a courtyard uh okay can there be a courtyard i mean sure marianne's garden is the thought there you know true thank you we'll have to figure it out we'll have to keep an eye out for a property we I feel like if must. we, <laughs> if between me, you, my brother, and one other person pooled assets, Ford, maybe I mean no, not in Austin, not in anywhere you'd want to live in Austin. I don't know. I feel like there's probably some rundown thing that we could agree. Like, okay, let's fix it up. We can pool our money, buy it, fix it up, and then. But that probably here. takes most of us out of the equation of being able to afford it. The fixing up part, so that's not cheap. I guess it depends how you do it is the fixing up. Yeah, I guess so. DIY and just yeah. take off two weeks of work and just get some hammers. Yeah. Sick. We got it then. Also, I if the if the core three of this group and bringing in a fourth is me, you, and your brother, I don't think we're the best handymen in the world, okay? What do you mean? I mean, do you have like – if your car broke down – would you like pop open the hood and try to fix it? Probably not a car. Yeah. Cause I don't get engine stuff, but I uh-huh. used to do like woodworking and stuff just in my free time. Okay. But like if, okay, let's say your sink, like if you don't have, like let's say you had to pay for maintenance here in your apartment. Right. And then tomorrow your sink stops working or your garbage disposal stops working. Are you just going to replace it yourself? If like in my apartment? Yeah. No, I'm calling maintenance because no, they'll do all the work for me. That's, but you missed the premise of my statement. I said, if, you live in this apartment, but you had to pay for maintenance, like extra. If I had to pay for maintenance, then yeah. I'm fixing it myself for okay, sure. Okay, 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 okay. I'd probably make the attempt, but anything past a certain level, it's just like I, I'm not like going to do it right. Like a garbage disposal, that's super easy. Like you, well, you buy them in a box, you unscrew it. That was a bad example. Like more, yeah. my original thing of like just like your sink's broken. You don't know. Just a general problem. You have to diagnose and fix your sink. I feel like I could do that. Okay. Yeah, I doubt I could. Um. And then also, too, like, the the house that my parents live in, they went through, like, a real construction company and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But now that they've been in the house for, like, what, 15-something years, like, it's getting older and, like, people are having to come in and do, like, repairs. And every single team that comes in is like, whoa, the original builders did this so backwards and terrible. Um, and it's like, if those are people doing it professionally and they did it all messed up, no way I have a chance, you know? I don't know. I feel like that gives me hope because it means I could do it backwards and terrible and it still ends up, oh, there's still a house. And it will last for 15 years. Yeah. Before people notice. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Gray the gray. This podcast has gone on for an hour and 30 minutes now. A little longer than recent episodes. Good episode. But it's okay. Yeah. We got to talk about hair ties and I know how much that topic means to you. So much. You know? Uh, anything else though you'd like to talk about? The only thing I see on your list you have not mentioned is your need for groceries, but I can't imagine that's like a, like you have a talking point there. 
I could go on about it and like my frustration with my brother, but like it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. It would just be rambling. I okay. Hypothetically, if I worked at like a I don't know, like a counseling center or something like that, and occasionally I would hear like different stories about clients and stuff like that. Um, potentially, I would have heard a story about how a couple has been fighting recently about how one member of the couple goes grocery shopping and the other member of the couple is upset that the member who goes shopping doesn't buy the necessary stuff for them and the kids, right? Mm -hmm. Which that's a frustrating thing if your partner's not getting everything you want or need from the grocery store, right? Mm -hmm. um, but also that partner who's frustrated refuses to make a list of what the other partner wants, like what they want from the grocery store for the other partner. Like, they refuse to tell them or make a list, mm -hmm. but then are complaining about it mm -hmm. and, like, leading to massive fights about it. Mm -hmm. What? People are stupid. No, people are um, – well, I – yeah. No, you're right. But I feel like that goes beyond stupid. Like, that, that's, that's, like, on some level a deep desire to pick a fight, you know, or, like, to create a scenario where you feel mistreated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's not – I think that's more manipulative than stupid almost. Certainly irrational. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that's just a hypothetical. Just hypothetical. Oh, boy, oh, boy, hypothetical. Grayson, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? No, I'm okay. good. Okay, we're just riding off to the sunset? We're done. The sunset's gone. It's, it's pitch dark. black. Okay? Get out of here. Drive oh, home. Fine. Okay, bye. Adios.